Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital extends its healing mission beyond its hospital doors as it presents this vital podcast series. It's Your Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. How you feed your baby is one of the most important decisions that any mother can make. My guest today is Mary Beth Sweet. She's a lactation program coordinator at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Welcome to the show, Mary Beth. So let's talk about the health benefits first of breastfeeding because back, you know, it comes in and out of vogue and then people learn about these amazing benefits. Tell us about them. Yeah, absolutely. So we know that when babies are fed breast milk exclusively for the first six months, that um, there is a decreased risk of diarrhea, ear infections, respiratory infections, even later in life, obesity, diabetes, uh, leukemia, and certain childhood cancers. Um, and then, you know, when we also talk about, um, you know, moms that are continuing to breastfeed, they receive benefits too. Um, there's less risk of um, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, um, type 2 diabetes um, in, later in life, and um, quicker weight loss. Um, when they continue to breastfeed. Wow. So we've talked about the health of the mother and the baby. Now, is breastfeeding something that you want mothers to be, to start planning for, or is it something that just sort of happens? You know, I think prenatal education is really the key, Um, really trying to identify resources um, prenatally. Um, Education um, is is really pivotal. Um, Making that decision before you have the baby is very, very important. Um, And we do a really great job here um, at our hospital in trying to prepare our mothers um, for breastfeeding. The baby's born, so now what? Who helps a new mother learn to breastfeed, and is it always just that easy? So we have a full comprehensive lactation program here at the hospital. We offer bedside um, positioning and latch and education um, to help those mothers who may be experiencing some difficulty. Um, It is um, challenging often in the the first few days of life. when we've got babies that are having difficulty latching, um, those babies may need a little bit more um, help after hospital discharge. And that's where our outpatient lactation services come into as well. How does a mother know how, how often to nurse? And are there some signs that the baby's hungry that might be different than formula feeding? Absolutely. So, well, even with our formula feeding babies, we always want to teach mothers um, how to respond to those infant feeding cues. So, um, you know, responding to when babies are, uh, I would say, cueing by sucking their hands, looking towards um, their uh, stimulus if baby is, um, you know, wrapped in a swaddle blanket, if they're trying to turn their head, uh, latching on to um you know, the mothers, when they're holding their babies skin to skin, they're bobbing their head up and down, paying attention to those feeding cues and not waiting for babies to cry uh, is, is really um, important. So we want to pay attention to those early feeding cues. The recommendation is that uh, babies should be fed at least eight or more times in 24 hours. And again, we want to pay attention to those feeding cues. If baby happens to sleep longer than three hours, we would encourage those mothers to wake their babies. Wow. So, you know, we've heard that phrase, never wake a sleeping baby, but it's different when you're really trying to feed your baby. So how do you know if the baby's getting enough milk? 
So one of the things we teach our mothers is, you know, what goes in must come out. So tracking uh, the amount of babies wet um, and and soil diapers, uh, usually by day five, babies should, um, you know, get somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight wet diapers in 24 hours um, and uh, at least three to 10 yellow CD stools. That would be... um, you know, a good sign that that baby is well hydrated and being well nourished at the breast. Are there certain positions that you teach moms or is it whatever's most comfortable? Tell us about positioning and some of the difficulties that some new moms might have when they're breastfeeding. Sure. So positioning um, leads to the ideal latch. So we want to make sure that the baby's in proper alignment at the breast. Of course, comfort is always important. Uh, some babies, you know, will feed better in a certain position. And we, you know, we're, we're often teaching, um, there's a couple positions um, in the early days that we like. Uh, the football hold um, can give uh, mothers a little bit more head control of the baby. There's that traditional cradle hold that you see um, you know, displayed in magazines and in, um, in media. Um, sideline positioning is a great position for moms who are f- uh, doing frequent feedings at night. Um, both moms and babies are able to get the rest that they need. And then as far as the latch goes, we do want to make sure that the baby's taking in a good amount of breast tissue and just not the tip of the nipple where that could contribute to uh, sore nipples and inadequate uh, milk removal from the breast. Do you hear frustrations, Mary Beth, from any new moms or even from new fathers about being involved? And how do you tell the new fathers to be involved? Yes. So, um, you know, like I said before, there can be quite a few challenges in um, the early days, early weeks with with breastfeeding. Uh, We would like to try to instill that confidence. Uh, We do have, like I mentioned, the outpatient um, lactation center where we would encourage mothers and fathers to come and learn how to breastfeed their babies and kind of tackle some of those uh, challenges that may occur in those early days and, and weeks as our weekly breastfeeding support group. So the, the more help that we're able to offer to these moms really helps to instill the confidence. Uh, we teach ba- um, the, the dads how to calm and soothe the babies. Um, you know, one one act of, of feeding um, you know, dads may want to introduce a bottle, um, you know, at four to six weeks to help with feedings. We would like to wait until the breastfeeding is well established before introducing an artificial nipple. But we do encourage the dads to participate in other baby care activities, changing the baby, taking the baby for walks, bathing the baby, um, so that mom can maybe get a little bit, um, you know, more rest. And what about the Milk Depot that accepts breast milk donations at Henry Mayo? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're really trying to bring community awareness about the importance of donor breast milk. Um, In our NICU um, here at the hospital, we do have donor milk for um, those babies whose mothers are not able to produce enough breast milk. And it's really a medicine uh, for the the tiniest patient um, that we have here. There's so many benefits of the breast milk, you know, that we discussed earlier. And um, for mothers that are, um, let's say, have an overabundance or an oversupply of breast milk, or maybe for a mother that has been pumping um, breast milk for maybe a sick child um, who has, you know, expired, um, what does she do with that breast milk? Um, We partner with the San Jose Milk Bank 
Um, and uh, these mothers are screened, and um, they go through blood testing, very very similar to donating blood. And that milk is then transported to the San Jose Milk Bank and then is distributed to hospitals that are in need of that donor milk. And what about a healthy eating while you're breastfeeding? Is there certain things that you like to teach moms about the ways that they should eat or alcohol or spicy foods? Is there anything they should watch out for? You know, that's a great question. Um, we have uh, women that breastfeed um, from a variety of cultures, right? So, you know, we wouldn't want them to definitely start eliminating things from their diet because they were continuing to eat those foods during their pregnancy. Things we want to make sure is um, obviously that the mother is well hydrated. She should be drinking about 8 to 10 glasses of, of water a day. Um, we want to make sure that those moms are um, including in their diet um, protein, carbohydrates, fruits and vegetables. Um, you know, I, I don't really um, talk to moms about avoiding foods unless, of course, there's maybe a food that um, – is, is causing the baby to have um, irritability. Um, and that would be something that we would have to kind of rule out, um, you know, as as the baby kind of moves on um, in, in terms of breastfeeding. But we don't really typically tell moms to avoid any foods initially. So wrap it up for us, Mary Beth, with your best advice about the benefits of breastfeeding, your lactation services at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital, what you want new parents to think about beforehand and what you want them to know about breastfeeding? I would say um, gather as much education and resources before they have the baby so that if they do uh, happen to run into um, some roadblocks along the way that, that they have already allocated um, where they can come for help and support um, because really that help and support will help these moms um, ultimately reach their breastfeeding goals. Thank you so much, Mary Beth, for being with us today. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. For more information, please visit henrymayo.com. That's henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.